pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Federal agencies. Are they implementing the right things to keep your American data safe? Well, according to a report from the Senate, they might not be. We have Dr. Ed Peters, cybersecurity expert and chief innovative officer at Panzura. Is that correct, doctor? Yes, Panzura. All right. Thank you. What do you know about this? Well, I've read the report and have a little bit of other information. And what I've learned is that while we spend a lot of time and an awful lot of money telling people what standards might be, we spend very little money actually enforcing those standards. For instance, even though we have a dismal report card and we know that 60,000 people in the State Department are accessing files for which we can find no documented credentials, yet no one is accountable for any kind of better outcome. We just spend money. We create more bureaucracy. We spend more money. And nothing ever changes because no one's ever held accountable for anything. Yeah, I'm there, uh, especially recently, it feels as though I'm seeing a lot of data breaches. Now, why are people going on? And in your opinion, why do people want to hack and breach American data? Well, it, it's pretty easy. What ha- The reason they breach and hack American data is that Americans are the largest consumers in the world, and if you hack American data, get a hold of personal identifiable information, such as your name, social security number, address, email address, that can lead you to credit card information as well. A lot of that can either be hacked directly or that information can be sold on the deep web to people who might want to try to do you know, malicious activities in your account. So. This information is worth a lot of money, and so people hack to either get the money directly themselves from your account or, alternately, to sell that information to somebody else who may want to do that. And it's you not said, for any good reason. Yeah, and you said that Americans are the biggest consumers, and it's easy for us to hop on Amazon. My wife, you know, she keeps them in business. She's ordering something from them every day. So... <laughs> but it's easy for people to just hop on, put in their information, and get something delivered to their door, you know, purchase something that way. How can people stay safe, though, when they're shopping on the Internet? Because Internet, online shopping, it's not going anywhere. No, as a matter of fact, it's increasing. And the number one reason people say in uh, surveys that they use online shopping is the convenience of online delivery. And it's this fact of increased convenience in our relying on convenience to help make our lives better that has a double-edged sword. Security, in and of its, it, by its very nature, and the things you have to do, such as 
two-factor authentication, take time, and they are by their nature inconvenient. So all the steps we need to do decrease that drive for convenience that we have, and as a result, we tend to ignore them. So what we need to do is to want, make sure that we are, have the latest versions of all the antivirus software we have and malware, keep it up to date, keep the subscriptions current, and make sure that's downloaded to our machines. We can easily then make sure that we just take steps to help secure our passwords, change them frequently, use strong passwords that you can't remember, and use your machine to remember them, or more importantly, get a password manager that does this for you and keeps them encrypted. And in that same vein, we can also use VPNs in our environment to make sure that we layer an extra level of encryption on top of our networks. All these things are inconvenient, but they actually protect us in ways that we really need. Now, I know when, because I use Google Chrome a lot, that's usually my browser of choice. And when I do order something online or I put in my credit card information, I usually will get a notification through the Google Chrome, whether it's a extension or whatever it is, and it's saying, do you want to remember this card for future use? Do you want to save it in your Google Chrome you know, memory? Should people avoid that? Well, normally in, in situations like that, those it, those are telling you that that's a secure financial network and those card numbers will be encrypted. And that's why usually you can take that, that risk. Okay. But the other problem that, that you have is that you must make sure that the passwords that you're using are changed frequently, whether it's Google and, and any other, whether it's PayPal or any other manager you have. So, so that you're in charge of at least that part of it, and they can, you can also add two-factor authentication so that when you do make a payment, it will actually come back and ask you to verify it's really you. So typically send a text to your phone or an email to an address that you give them through which you can identify. So always take that extra step. Now, I know there are some people who they use the same password for Facebook, Amazon, Twitter, I mean, they'll just use the same password because there it is again, the convenience. It's easy, it's easy to remember. Should people avoid doing that? Should they switch it up? Yes, absolutely avoid that at all costs. See, one of the attacks that malware per perpetrators use is called credential stuffing. And what that means is that they can buy a list of validated email and passwords from some source on the dark web. And then they're going to bet that you may have actually done exactly what you said and used the same uh, password for multiple accounts. And then what they'll do is they'll just start trying your email address on what they think might be multiple accounts you may have and seeing if one hits. Because they're betting that you're actually using the same password. That's called credential stuffing. And they'll try that in an automated fashion on as many accounts as they can or as many banks as they can or credit card companies or online retailers just trying to see if that email and password match up. And then when they get a hit, they're off to the races. So always, always, always try to use separate passwords, and I can't, can't say this enough, use a strong password, and then something, change them frequently, but look at using a password manager. That will do that for you automatically. Now, doctor, let me ask this. There are 
people who it it's just easy for them to i don't know create a password that is you know hey i went to you know so and so high school i graduated in this year and then they just combine them together should they avoid that as well to keep their data safe absolutely because that's something that can easily be discoverable about you on your facebook page you know what year you went to and there's algorithms that'll go through all different types of combinations to see if they can get a hit best to use something as as much of a pain as it is that says strong password yes let your machine remember it because your machine will encrypt it in most cases in which case that no one can really find it easily. So you need to make it difficult so that there's easier targets than you to go find. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Is there one last piece of advice that people should know to keep their data safe? Well, the most important thing you can do to help prevent an attack on your data, in addition to what we talked about, is never open an attachment to an email that you are not absolutely sure where it came from. Don't go for lotteries. You want something. Don't look at, gee, there's a problem with your account. Open that up right now. All those things, just open the door for malware to get into your system, and then they're off to the races. Security starts with you, and unfortunately, it's inconvenient. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that it's just phishing. Is is that the correct term where there's uh, phishing for it? Now, is that illegal, or is that pretty much your fault if you fall for it? Well, it's all illegal, and it's all fraud. But, you know, again, you're at fault if you fall for it, but try to catch the people that did it to another problem. Okay. Well, Dr. Ed Peters, cybersecurity expert and chief innovation officer at Panzera, we appreciate you calling in this morning. Thank you. Stay safe. Well, there you have it, guys. If you are a big online shopper, if you – do a lot of your purchases through the internet or you just have a lot of accounts make sure you keep that stuff protected change up your passwords don't use the same password for everything because in some cases when you let one password be figured out well now all of your passwords are figured out if you use the same one two three four password or whatever make it complicated Use different capital letters, underscores, numbers. Use them in different places. Don't make it just a standard thing. Don't make it something that is easy to find about you. I know that's easy to remember, but it's an inconvenience, I know. And as Dr. Ed Peters said, it's an inconvenience to do the two-factor authentication. But... If you want to keep your money safe, your personal information safe, well, you better take the 45 seconds of inconveniencing that that's going to be. That way, you still have money. You still have your identity. You're not taken for, you know, because people, unfortunately, there are people out there who they just really don't care. They only care about them and They want the easiest way to make a buck, whether that's stealing the money from you or not.